0: What up? It's Alex at The Ball God. This is Everybody Asks, the show where you ask questions about music, about um, music business stuff, tech stuff, um, creative endeavors, and how to further your own. And then I, the vice president of operations here at Same Plate Entertainment slash Sony Music Entertainment, answers them. The whole thing is filmed by my man, Court Dunn behind the iPhone 10 camera, and we put it up on all of our social medias. Let's get into the questions.
1: Real quick, you know you start every one of these with what up? I do? Yeah, I'm gonna make a montage of all your what ups. Well, I just, I, I didn't start this one with a what up. Yes, you did. I did? Yes, <laughs> you start every one. What
0: up? All right, that's it. All right, cool. Actually, boom, in the comments, of whatever you're listening to or watching this on, what should the intro be if it's not what up? Put a answer to that question and then ask a question. Alright, first question.
1: Uh first question is from is from you two actually. Jesse Shembri. Jesse with two eyes. Oh I know Jesse Shembri. How many followers or likes should a new artist have before they get noticed? I don't think the two match up. Like at
0: all. I and and then you also have to define what noticed means. Like noticed by who, noticed where if you're talking about noticed by like fans, you should have zero. If you're dope, that's how that's where you start. We're putting these videos out. How many views did the last video get? Eight?
1: Some of them have 75, but the last one did not Our best,
0: Our best videos have a couple hundred. They're going to get there, though. But that's the grind of doing this, right? It's let's put content out that makes sense to the people who watch it. Let's keep showing people interesting stuff. And then, you know, you build and you grow and and you put marketing around it. So if you're talking about fans, uh, those metrics don't matter. If you're talking about labels, those metrics don't matter. You know what I mean? Um, It comes down to talent. At least for us. I can't speak about other labels, but, you know, one of our artists never had a song at a DSP, and we signed him. What's the next question?
1: Next question is from Instagram Corporation. Do artists have to cause clout to succeed in today's industry? Do artists have to cause clout to succeed in today's industry?
0: Kinda. Kinda. Um, so this idea of clout is so stupid, right? It, art, here's what artists have to do. This is the, this is the way I can answer this question. Artists have to get your attention in an authentic way. Um, I feel like a lot of people think what clout chasing is, is basically, um, you're not being real with yourself and you're just doing to get attention. And that's not really who you are. Um, but it's tough, because in a game of attention getting, a lot of people use these tricks in order to, to, to shine some light on what they have going on. But I think people's bullet detector is, are, is developing in such a way, and we're getting so good at understanding what's real and what's fake, that, you know, we can tell when somebody's on Instagram or, or in a music video or talking about certain things on records that just aren't authentic. You know, we don't need a website to do that, to, to do the Google and figure out and do a deep dive and figure out what's real and what's fake. You can kind of just tell. Um, and when you can't, we're willing to accept the lie, to be honest with you. And I don't know if that's causing clout or what, but it's just the truth of society. (laughs) Next question.
1: All right, this one's from Reddit. Mm -hmm. R-A-M-I underscore XXL. The Music Modernization Act, what are your thoughts about it?
0: My thoughts about it, so if you wanna learn about the Music Modernization Act, we'll put a link to some type of information um, at the bottom of the YouTube video. So if you're watching this on Instagram, click through to YouTube or anywhere else, go to YouTube to get that. Um, My thoughts on it are this. It's the first step in something that's going to be interesting. The gist of it is is that um, there are a bunch of committees that are being created to help uh, major companies license music in a way That's legal and pays the artists, right? Um, It's gonna be interesting for two reasons. On a micro level, there's, I I saw a stat, it's like five point something billion dollars of unclaimed um, licensing revenue that should be going to artists from retail stores that don't pay licensing fees to play music. That's what. PROs are supposed to be doing. That's what, that's what those businesses are about. It's going to the local store and saying, hey, DJ, if you want to play X, Y, and Z at your event, cool, pay a licensing fee for it. Um, the flip side of it is, is that it's going to be interesting because it opens up the ability uh, to create competitors with ease um, to Spotify, right? Spotify is the only music platform that's just music that I can think about that's built around, that's built maybe title. But it, you know, if me and court today decided, hey, you know, we want to create something that's competitive to Spotify. We think we can do Spotify in a better way, which we hundred percent don't. But if we decided that, Now there's one committee, I pay one big fee, and I don't have to worry about the BS that Spotify and all these other music companies needed to do, which is negotiate deals individually with literally everybody. Um, So I think, just to sum it up, macro, it's good because it creates competition in the marketplace, hopefully, which leads to innovation, which I'm excited about. Micro, it pays artists. And that's it. Positive. Positive.
1: Music Redef, the article is called Why Spotify's Rap Caviar Playlist Should Spin Off, and it talks about how this concept that rap caviar should almost be its own thing, or identity, or brand, mm-hmm. and that its playlist is just part of that. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Do you think that's a good idea? Have you seen that before?
0: Um, so, I saw that article. It's funny. I, I really want everybody to go, if you're a podcast fan, to go check out its a podcast called Kindred Cast. Um, it's run by this guy who runs Lion Tree Financial. It's it's some investment guy. Um, but he gets like craziest bosses in the world to do these interviews. So he had the first interview with the chief content officer of Spotify, the new one. She came, um, she helped start UPN. She was doing all of these content deals with Condi Nast, where they were creating original content based on Connie Nass' IP. Um, Really dope, the interview. Um, And that's basically what she said she wants to do. Uh, She wants Rap Caviar. She wants wants you to look at Spotify like uh, Rap Caviar is its own channel. And then you go in and you have all this different programming. You have playlisting, you have... Uh, podcasts, You have maybe video and, and what that's going to look like. You have all these different forms of entertainment. And, I mean, over the past year, Rap Caviar has proven to do... Two years, I should say. Rap Caviar has proven to do that. The deal with Live Nation, I think, proves that out. I think people, just from a consumer standpoint, I think the more content and the more dope that's within each vertical of Spotify or each vertical of Apple Music or whatever, um, the more likely you're gonna wanna stick around and and watch through. It's the same thing, and, and I really hope artists pay attention to this because artists are their own media companies. It's the same thing for you. The more content that you create around yourself and your brand, the more that people wanna stick around and watch more of you. I mean, but it it was really that simple. So instead of talking about Spotify and what they should do, because they're going to make a a decision that's probably incredibly right and dope. They're a huge company. They track us and know everything that we want. Um, You as an indie artist or indie manager should be thinking along the lines of how do I make my artists their own rap caviar? Not just the
1: playlist, the brand, and then go from there. All right, next question. Cora. What is your best, I saw that band play that song before it was huge story?
0: My best, I saw that band play that. Okay, I'll give you, I I reference it all the time. When I was in Atlanta, living in it, I was living back and forth in Atlanta. This is when Future started popping up. Everybody loved Future. Everybody in Atlanta loved Future. I remember I went on... Um, this is when live streams were done on Ustream. High 97 Summer Jam had a Ustream for the full concert. And Future just did one to do one. And Future had more people in his than Hot 97 had for Summer Jam. And I was blown away. I was like, yo bro, this dude Future's incredible. There's so many fans here. So I came back to New York future had a show at sobs and tony montana had been out for maybe like a week or two and i paid for tickets when i'm a fan of an artist i pay for tickets um i went with like five people those people know who they are because we were the only five people that were in in attendance sobs it was us and the people that were involved with the event now's it um, and I was blown away. And literally, I think like a week or two later, Drake did the Tony Montana remix. Uh, that night, Future dropped the, whatever mixtape Same Damn Time was on. Um, yeah. That's my story.
1: What I learned today. So,
0: Steph Curry did a collab with Palm phones, he brought the Palm brand back. Um, And they made, it's supposed to be a second phone, it's smaller, it has less capabilities. You could probably go to like The Verge to look it up. And the gist of the phone is that you leave your main phone at home when it's family time. So you don't get, you can go and keep, you know, your emergency phone on you so you don't get inundated with emails and texts, and you're not just scrolling through Instagram and all this stuff. And then, like you look at just the trend, where app, you know, Apple, Android, everybody is is uh, tracking the amount of screen time that you have and and what you're doing on these apps, and and giving you the ability to time yourself out if you use Instagram too much or something like that. And it has me thinking from a marketing perspective. How the... Because that's like ultimate attention, right? Marketing is a game where you're trying to get everybody's attention and have them focus in on you. So there's clearly a demand to have people stop paying attention to their phones. How do you, in 2018, 2019 get that attention over to you in a way that makes the most amount of sense. And that's what I'm thinking about right now. How do I take advantage of the fact that you don't want to use Instagram anymore so you can check out the Felly Maple music video? Link to that here. But think about it, and that's it. Thank you for watching. Uh, Please, 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 please. Put a question in the comments um, or tweet me a question or the same plate account or court. Send your questions to us. We want to answer them. We want this to make the most sense for you guys that pay attention to this stuff. Um, So yeah, I'm the ball god at the ball god on everything. That's court at I'm court done on everything. We are Same Plate, everything's at Same Plate, or you can go to sameplate.co to learn more about our artists, all that stuff. Uh, See you next time. Thanks for paying attention.